we welcome in two of the great minds in the history of college football, not just in this state, but around the world. Two men who have forgotten more about football than you or I would ever know. We go offensive with Chuck Reedy. We go defensive with Ellis Johnson. Coach Reedy, good evening. How are you? I'm doing great, Phil. Man, I know you had a nice buyout from Baylor. How how does your buyout compare to Jimbo Fisher's? <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let's put it this way. Ellis's was a lot better than mine was. He's a lot closer to them Jimbo. <laughs> Ellis, how does yours compare to Jimbo Fisher? That's right. Both of you got nice buyouts. <laughs> I did not see Jimbo's details, but it was quite a bit less. <laughs> well, considering as it was broken down by somebody on Twitter that last night while he was sleeping, he made $9,800. <laughs> so, well, he made, he made that money over the last four years. But <laughs> I, tell you, I think I had similar terms on when they started paying. That's about it. Yeah. Well, let me ask you both a serious question now. And Ellis, you know, unfortunately for you, you were the victim of a of a one year deal uh, at Southern Miss, and uh, Arnett's the victim of a one year situation there at Mississippi State. Jimbo had more time, but I mean, what do you think is going on in this age, even reaching back to your years? What is going on with these uh, presidents and and ads about uh, pulling the trigger? So is it simply? They're getting too much pressure from boosters to to make a change, and it's, it's just better to make the change and eat the contract and start anew, but make sure you keep the boosters happy? Well, you got a lot of questions in there. I mean, my situation in some ways was like Zach's. I, I took the job, and before I went down and really started work, AD resigned. Before I coached the next season, the president was gone. Uh, you know, the administrative thing was absolute horror show and I didn't do my homework so you know obviously some things I didn't do very well either but it was almost an impossible situation I think what Zach the situation and task he was given with Mike passing in the untimely uh, time of the year and all that he made some mistakes maybe you know tried to change the offense too much or whatever but I don't know how you judge it with all the other things that came along with the job now, the other thing is the amount of money in it now that's coming from TV and they're paying coaches and now they're paying players. Uh, it's, it's kind of a mentality. You know, you got to have something going in a positive direction immediately. And you better be successful by the second year or we're making a change. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's tough. And that Texas A&M thing, Jimbo's a hell of a football coach. And I've coached against him too many times and most of them weren't pleasant. He's an excellent football coach. I have to agree with everything Bart said. When you're going to pay somebody $76 million not to work, you better have a good explanation. <laughs> be quite honest with you, you had a pretty good one. It was just stuck. And I don't know why, because he's a heck of a coach, and he's had some good coaches there, but it just seems like everything was not hitting, going in the right direction. Yeah, it seems like for a guy who's a quarterback guru, Chuck, he never – could get the quarterback situation quite there at Texas A&M, though he had some talented players come through there. Yeah, well, the, you know, when he was at Florida State, he had Jameis Winston, and he won a national championship. He he never had a quarterback. He never had a a, a guy at A&M 
that could make a difference that was a, a championship caliber quarterback. And, and, you know, that's the difference, you know, I mean, you, you know, you look at, you know, the people that win national championship, they got, they have guys at quarterback that, you know, that are, that, that are difference makers. And he never had that at A&M, um, you know, and, you know, like Ella said, the guy, you know, guys, obviously a good football coach, but if you don't have a guy, you know, a quarterback, it's it's very hard to to win at the championship level, and he just never had that, you know. And I'm a, I'm a, I want to go back to what Ellis was saying about his situation and the same situation I had at Baylor. When 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 you you get a job, and president AD, um, they're gone, and they bring in new people, new AD, new president. You know they're they want their own people, and, and you know they're they're not gonna you know they're not gonna give you to be successful. Um, you know if, if somebody hires you, and and you know they're gonna give you the extra year, but if it's you know if it's another president, another AD, you know they're not gonna do that. They're and and so that's what happens. I mean, people, these guys they want their own people. They want you know they want to make their own hire. But the other side of this coin, and I'll say this, you know, these guys, these ADs that, that give these guys these big buyouts, these big, they're the ones that need to be fired, hmm. you know, and, 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 you know, and, and I'll say the same thing, you know, at South Carolina, you know, they gave Muschamp all, a, a big buyout after one good year, you know, they need to be held accountable. You know, I mean, the ADs, you know, they give the big buyouts and then they, they buy them out. And they just keep trucking along. Well, that's not right. They need to be held accountable. In the state of Texas, where you were at Baylor, and of course that's a few years ago, So, but I don't know that the mindset has changed. Can you kind of share with us when you were there at Baylor, in that state when it comes to college football and the, the, the spin-whatever-is-necessary approach, I guess, that some schools have, maybe Baylor – isn't among those. Maybe they are now. I don't know. But what was the oh, they are. what's what's the mindset in that state when it comes to college football and doing whatever it takes to win a championship? Well, you have Texas and Texas A and M that money is no object. I mean, I mean, you know, you have to understand now. They have uh, uh, oil um, endowments. That you know that that fund them you know you know beyond anything we can even imagine, both of them. I mean, money is no object. So you know when you when, you know everybody you know you you're thinking well they can't fire Jimbo because he's got a seventy six million dollar buyout. That that doesn't bother them. Hell, they now uh, you know I mean they're saying that they're going to pay for it through their you know through the athletic you know department and all that. And maybe that may be the case, but they've got guys that could write a check for seventy-six million and never even worry about it, you know, if if that's what they want. I mean, money is no object. Now, and even Baylor, I mean, I mean, you you know, you may think Baylor, but Baylor is the same way. Baylor's got money. Um, you know, Baylor's got big alumni money. Um, you know, so no, anywhere, you know, in, in TCU, Texas Tech, all of them, they've, they've got money. They can do what they want to do. They, 
and and A and M, they'll hire whoever they want to hire, and they'll pay them as much as they need to pay them. They will have no embarrassment about going even deeper in their pockets for the next guy than they did with Jimbo. I mean, would they break the bank for the next guy if <laughs> yeah, if, if that's that, if that's what it's going to take? Yeah, uh, yeah, they'll do whatever they have to do. Now I don't know who that's going to be. You know, I mean, you know, you, you got a you guess? That, have Have you got a best guess no, from your no, from your no, coaching I, colleagues? I you know, no, you know this. You know, no, I I don't know. I mean, you know, the Elko, um, you know, Kiffin, you know, you you know all the names. Would they take a you swing know. at Sweeney? I don't think so. Ellis, would they? Do you think they take a swing at Sweeney, Ellis? Well, I mean, you mean will they contact him? See if he's got interest or what? Yeah, at the very least. Yeah, sure. Oh, hell, they probably contact fifty people see if they're interested. Uh, I, I, I don't see I don't see Dabo being interested in that. But would Texas A&M just put a feeler out there? Sure, he would. But yeah, I don't know how many of those there'll be. Yeah, go ahead, Chuck. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. I, I, I mean, I just I don't think that's a fit for them. But, you know, like Ella said, I mean, they may put a feeler out. But, I mean, Dabo would, I mean, I don't think Dabo, I think Dabo would be crazy if he ever leaves Clemson. But, you know, that's another story. But, um, no, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. You, you have to look at what the pool is. You know, it's not going to be normal. I mean, certainly to God, they're not going to go back to Florida State. Hmm. I think it's going to be Elko. You, you know, the guy, you know, Kiffin is, is an interesting guy, but he's, you know, whether they want to deal with that, I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know who else they would go after that they could get. Um, it's going to be an interesting, you know, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Absolutely. Chalk Talk with Chuck Ellis. Um, I'm sorry, <laughs> with Chuck Reedy and Ellis Johnson. <laughs> Chuck Ellis. Combine the two. Uh, let's go to the football real quick. Got about four minutes left. So, uh, Ellis, uh, Clemson defense uh, looked like they put it together uh, pretty well against Georgia Tech. Seems like um, they're finding some stuff there on defense and then offensively continuing to run the football. Seems like they might be uh, reaching their peak here down the stretch of the season. Yeah, I, I don't know about peak, but I think that they realize what the problems were, and it seems to me they got the message to them. You know, stop turning the ball over or you won't play. And on defense, I think they, they were already doing what they were supposed to be doing. I think they're doing a little bit better job now, uh, you know, maybe cutting off explosive plays. Uh, their plan coming in was obviously to bring pressure and get to the quarterback, both in the run game and the passing game. And, uh, you know, I thought obviously it proved out to be good, you know, a good plan. That, that kid, uh, King, was kind of a dual threat and was a key to the whole offense, and they did a good job of, of pressuring him. Now, in the process, they gave up a couple of three explosive runs in the first half, but because of good field position, and except for one time, the offense gave him the ball on the positive 25-yard line to get a touchdown. Other than that, they had five punts. Came back out of the second half, had two punts and three interceptions in a row, and one of them was for a touchdown. So they didn't give up part of anything until – they put the backups in late, and they did not play well. But uh, yeah, I think the defense is is really playing extremely well. If they stay healthy, you know they've got a chance to win every game. 
But I think one other factor that's really big is offense did a better job early in the game, at least moving the football a little bit, punting the ball, not turning it over, except for once. And uh, that was that was a big factor. You know, that Georgia Tech had two deep balls open early in the game, and they didn't hit them. But the reason he couldn't hit him is because they were pressuring him pretty good and hitting him and knocking him around, and uh, they couldn't get the running game going. So, overall, it was a very good game for the defense. And, you know, they're going to have to play even better this week. They're facing a whole lot different quarterback this week. Mm, no question. And, and Chuck, on the Gamecocks, uh, of course, they took care of their business against Vanderbilt, a, a feel-good win. Uh, and I think, again, with Rattler and Leggett's, uh, they got a couple of other weapons coming up now. Brown is helping them. Uh, Knox will be back. Simon's emerging. What do you think of this offense last two games here, but in particular against this Kentucky team, which has a, a good defensive front? If, if they can somehow hold up on the offensive line, you got to think Rattler will have a chance. Yeah, I mean, obviously they had a had a good game and, and you know, a feel-good, like you said, feel-good game. You know, Rattler and Leggett are big time. I mean, they they really are, um, but you know they're going to have to play really well. Still can't run the ball. You know they had you know less than hundred yards. You know other than the long run, you know by Mario. Um, you know so it, you know it, it'll all come down to, to protecting Rattler and um, you know and but you know it'll be tough. I, I think it's going to be a tough game for them. Well, see how uh, Kentucky feels after. Getting banged around, they're pretty good at home by uh, by Alabama, and see what the post Alabama effect is, guys. We appreciate it as always. Uh, have a great weekend. We'll get with you next week before the holiday and take a look at the big game between the uh, Gamecocks and the Tigers. Ellis, thanks very much. Great hearing from you. Enjoyed it. Thank you, uh, and Chuck. Thank you, my friend. Great hearing from you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, man. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. That's very nice. Ellis didn't wish me happy birthday, but that's See, they okay. did remember. Well, maybe that'd be a good reason. Maybe you can, I, I ordered one of those dead gum uh, uh, emergency meal packs the other day. I, we still haven't gone to Let's go, we'll, let's go we'll, eat, eat lunch for your birthday. We'll do it. We'll do it. I'll call you. Keep your phone charged. Oh, Checks in the mail. Thank you. In the mail, I'll call you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Ellis Johnson and <laughs> Chuck Reedy with us here on Sports Side. We did have a scheduled lunch one time, but he had to cancel. He had to back out. We'll we'll get together on that.